Are the Buffalo Bills overhyped? Is it bad that betting money in Vegas is going toward the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl? We'll talk about it next. Welcome back. You're listening to Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He is Big Chris Newton. We come at you every other week in the offseason, every week during the season, and we talk to you about the Buffalo Bills. We try to we try to squeeze every ounce of intelligence out of our pea-brained minds that we have. That's not fair. It's it's my pea-brained mind. You're a smart guy. You have a master's degree in stuff. <laughs> Are you doing Big Newt? Man, I am I am excited. I, well, first of all, I'm exhausted from all the driving I've been doing the last two weeks, but I'm excited, man. You know why? Just ask me why I'm excited. I'm I'm pumped Dude, up right now. Why are you excited right now? Because next time we haven't been on for two weeks, right? And right. so next time we do our podcast, we're gonna be talking football. You know why? Why? You know why, Jamie D? Buddy, I need to know why. Next Sunday. We start training camp, man. And I'm geek, man. I'm geek. So next time you hear your sultry voice, your sultry, sexy voice, and my big burly voice, we're going to be talking real football, man. They're going to be in helmets, shoulder pads. They're going to be getting it on, man. I'm, I'm excited. I can't believe it's almost here. Can can you believe it? I mean, training camp, It's it's almost like... It's almost like the procession that is leading to what we wait all offseason for, that first kickoff, an opening game to go up in the air. And, oh, my God, the Bills are going to be involved in that. <laughs> Man, it's crazy, bro. How t- And I tell you, young people that the young people – that listen to us, man, it, it's just crazy how time flies, bro. Like, I feel like the playoffs was just yesterday, and that was months ago, bro. And already, man, we we talking about, man, football, like real football. We're not talking about what we think or what we th- No, we're going to be talking about what's actually going on in practice and camps, battles, and, and it just makes it fun for us, man, you know? I tell you, these young whippersnappers, they know nothing. <laughs> man, I tell you, man, I tell young people all the time, man, when you're younger, time goes by so slow. But as you get older, you talk about yesterday or a couple of weeks ago, and it could have been like a couple of years ago. And you'd be like, what? And it'd be like, yeah, man, that was like two seasons ago. You thinking it was like yesterday. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I just found out why that is, because we don't experience time linear- linearly. We experience it as a proportion of our life. Oh so, my goodness. Oh my goodness. I love that. That sounds like some Marvel stuff right there, man. Give it to me, man. Explain that to me. So to a seven-year-old, one year is 14% of your life. Right. To a 50-year-old, it is 2% of your life. Mm-hmm. That's a big difference. I see what you're saying. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway. The other thing that a lot of young people don't know is they probably don't remember the last time that the Buffalo Bills were being really hyped up by uh, by a bunch of people. But before we even talk about that, you've been traveling, which is why you're tired right now. I have like for three man, weeks you've been on the road. I have, dude. This is the busy busy time of the year for the Newton family. Um, we left uh, Richmond, Virginia. Um, 
two weeks ago, and we uh, drove to Nashville, spent two days in Nashville. Simone had a visit. I don't know if I can even say this is NCAA rules, but anyway, she had a um, visit in uh, at Vanderbilt University, and so we we got to watch their practice and we got to see their facilities and everything. And I tell you, man, Vanderbilt University is beautiful. I would have never thought that when you think about Vanderbilt, you're just thinking of them as the whipping boys of the SEC. And a mm-hmm. lot of people don't even know that Vanderbilt is in the SEC, along with Alabama, Florida, LSU. They have beautiful facilities. They really uh, invest in their basketball programs, both men and women. And so we got to see that, uh, spent the day there. And then we came to St. Louis for a couple of days. I'll go visit Mama Newton, have some lasagna, eating Chinese food and emos and White Castles, all the things we eat over <laughs> summertime, all the things that I crave being in Virginia. And then uh, spent a couple of days here. And Simone had a, a basketball tournament um, in Iowa, in Des Moines, Iowa. And so oh, we drove there, and on the way there, we stopped at Mizzou, um, spent the day there. Uh, Jalen got to run on the football field, see the football facilities oh, and stuff. Wow. To see the basketball facilities. That's all brand new. So that's pretty fun. And then uh, we stopped at St. Joseph, Missouri, where your boy Big Newt was forged his football career there. So oh, yeah. So yeah, we stopped at my alma mater, Missouri Western State. That's where I played football at. Um, and so uh, one of my ex-teammates, he's the head football coach there, so he showed a lot of love. That really made me feel good. Like, y'all telling old stories like, yeah, man, your dad was this, this, and this. So I, I felt kind of good. I'm like, okay, cool, you know. Oh, and I have a big bag there. Big huh? Jalen going to follow in his dad's footsteps? Hey, man, play he, there? Told him, he told him, man, he one of the best defensive tackles in the state of Virginia, 12-year-old football. So he's like, he's going to keep an eye on him. So, um, But, yeah, he showed us around the facility and everything. I haven't been there in 20 years. And so looks it just everything it? looks so different, man. They built things all over the place. It's really grown there. And so uh, me and my wife and the kids kind of walked around. I showed them the old dorms, stuff where we used to live. It was hardly nobody there. And then uh, we went over to the football stadium, and Matt uh, showed us around, took us around and stuff, showed us everything, spent the day there, and then drove to Des Moines, played some basketball for three days, and then we headed to Chicago for Nike Nationals. Um, Mm. So we did that Friday. And also in Chicago, what was going on was the WNBA All-Star game so you might have saw me man uh the three-point contest and skills competition was on saturday and you know big nude i finagled my me and my family finagled our way down the court side so if you you see a big old dude that's us uh sitting court side (laughs) at the three-point contest so it was cool man and um they did a good job really incorporating the AAU with the WNBA weekend and all the WNBA players showed a lot of love. Once again, if you follow my daughter, um, check her out on Twitter, Simone.Newton, and uh, she'll post pictures and stuff of all that. She got pictures with Candace Parker and uh, Kelsey Plum and all the WNBA players. Um uh, Emma Musselman from the uh, Washington Mystics. So she got pictures on there. So we did that on Saturday, and then she played Sunday, Monday, and finished today and did well. We got some good feedback from college coaches. So everything worked out. So then I hopped in the car. We played this morning, hopped in the car, drove to St. Louis, and now I'm back at Mama Newton's house, and we'll take uh, – Jalen wants to go to see Cardinals play, so the Dodgers in town. So I'll take him to the Cardinals game Ooh. and head back to Richmond. Man, you are all over the Midwest. 
yeah, man, got to go, man. I want to go to Notre Dame, man. But my wife's like, no, we're going straight home. I'm like, let's go yep. to Notre Dame. Let's take oh, a They're detour. so far north and out of the way. Yeah, you're just adding about five extra hours, man. What's when you when you're talking twelve hours? What's another five hours? I mean, what's the difference between seventeen and twelve? It's just five, five hours. Extra hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? <laughs> Come on, man. You know. Well, but yes, no. When mama when mama says she want to go home, we're gonna take her home. But yeah, if it was up to me, I would go up to Notre Dame. So, but hey, get there another time. Yeah, we'll do it another time. So, yeah. What about you? What you been doing up to the last couple of weeks? Oh, I just got home repairs going on. We had to rebuild a deck, two decks on my house, and uh, had a patch of roof leak. Yeah, it was great. Oh, my God. So that's really? that. <laughs> Your roof is leaking? It did, yeah. Yeah, in fact, we have a roof deck here because I live in a row house. Uh, and for those of you who are unfamiliar with row houses, it's something that we have in D.C. They're very similar to brownstones in New York City. Uh, where they're they're side by side, sort of like townhouses, and we have a roof deck as well as a deck off of the back of our house. And the roof started leaking beneath the deck, so we had to tear the deck off in order to get to the roof in order to fix it. So that was great. So when you say we, are you doing this? Are you the do-it-yourself guy? Or oh God, no. You, okay, you had somebody do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I know. I, I cannot. I can barely tie my shoes. Don't ask me to build anything on my house. Okay. Because you know what I was thinking when you said you fixed it. I'm thinking of the guy from the Flex Steel commercials, and he always <laughs> Flex Steel on everything. He's showing that the water ain't leaking. And I was like, I know you might look like that dude a little bit, but I was like, I don't see you doing that. So That dude's short and fat and doesn't have facial hair, so stop it. <laughs> Um, oh, when I said we, I was referring to the people who are paying for it, which is gotcha. me and my wife. Gotcha. So do you, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Yeah. I know, we, and we're going to get to build stuff in a minute, so just bear with us real quick. Do you feel weird having to call someone to go fix stuff for you? Do you feel no. like weird or intimidated or like less than a manly man because of that? Okay. In some ways, yes, but there are some things that I can do. They tend to be mostly like interior wall stuff. Um, I can hang blinds. I can, you know, fix holes in walls. I can paint. I can do that stuff. But, you know, my wife puts it best. The reason we have jobs is so we can hire people to do the things that we are not good at. Mm -hmm. And that's what keeps the economy going. We make money. We pay them to provide a service. They pay wages to the people who help them. And then those people, you know, the money changes hands and goes back into the economy. So, yes, what I am doing is I am helping what they refer to as velocity of currency. The faster it changes hands, the better it is for the economy. I'm doing my part, baby. Yeah, you got to do your part, man. Hey, I was going to say pretty much the same thing, probably less eloquently than you did. But yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not a handyman at all. I'll probably say that my wife is more handy than I am. 
Um, yeah. When things break down, I feel kind of weird when people walk in. But then I, I'm usually bigger than most people, so I try to intimidate them with my size. Like, yeah, don't <laughs> think you're coming in my house and fixing my plumbing or nothing like that. Yeah, like I, I stand over and make sure, you know, uh, don't don't come in here right. and act like you're the man. I'm still the man of this house. I just need you to fix something for me, okay? So yeah. I try to intimidate them instead of them intimidating me. How about that? I, I I like it. Um, <laughs> as hard as I try, I've never intimidated anybody ever. Nah, no. You intimidate people with your intelligence. That's what it is. Not true. Um, <laughs> we have gone on for a very long time not talking about the Buffalo Bills, so we have to get to it. Okay. And what we need to ask is whether or not the Buffalo Bills, with all of the love they're getting from all of the media outlets, from all of the former players, all of the talking heads – the coaches in the league, the players in the league, they're all saying the same thing. They are saying, ooh, them Bills, they're the team to beat. And my question is, are the Bills being overhyped by the media at large and especially amongst Bills fans? And I want to take a look at it this way. We can decide what would be a successful season. We can talk about what it would take in order to hit that. And then let's talk about the probability of that happening. And I think that is what we're going to have to do in order to break down whether or not this team is being too hyped up. Okay. So let me ask this question right out of the gate. What are your expectations for the team? Is if you want to know personally, I mean, and I and this is just my personality. Everyone's personality is different. My mm-hmm. personality is I'm a pessimist by nature, especially being a Bills fan. We're all pretty pessimists because we've all been Charlie Brown, kick the football, Lucy moves the ball every time. So I'm especially pessimistic when it comes to Bills. I understand the optimism. I understand the praise. I get it. But me personally, I'm torn with it because it's like I don't want to be overhyped because I feel like the overhyped team almost never wins, right? Mm. And it's like, no, like okay, look at the Bengals last year. No one expected the Bengals to make it to the Super Bowl, right? right? Everybody thought it was Kansas City's to win or Tennessee or some or even us, and it was Cincinnati. And so mm-hmm. I kind of, and I guess being a Bills fan, we all we were born into the underdog role, right? Yes. We've always been underdog, except for the you know pretty much the four year span when we made it to the Super Bowl. I like the fact that they talking good about us. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy because mm-hmm. they talked so bad about us for years, and we've all <laughs> we the last two years we've been talking about this. They never talk about the bills. They we you know over the last twenty some years they never talk about the bills. They always talk about the, and then think about they talk about the Cowboys. America's team, and they ain't won nothing since we won. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't won nothing in 25 years. So I get tired of hearing about the Cowboys. All right. So it does feel good to hear Josh Allen. And they follow Josh Allen to 
golf courses and look at Josh and he's doing this and his memes and, you know, all this stuff. So that does feel good. But on the other side, it's kind of like I'm scared because I feel like we can only go that. Like if we don't win the Super Bowl, then it's like Super Bowl or bust. It's like then if we make the AFC Championship, it's like, oh, they can get it done. It's the same old bills. So mm-hmm. it's different expectations. When you, so it's, it's kind of hard to answer that question. But if you just say singularly, are we overhyped? No, we're not overhyped. Look at the last two seasons. I can understand. Like, our quarterback is one of the best in the league. Our defense was good and got better with the, probably the major defensive signing of the uh, offseason outside of uh, your boy with the Rams. I mean, he re-signed mm-hmm. and got a bunch of money. Um, so I understand us getting the praise. But as a Bills fan, it's kind of like, all right, let's temper it down because I don't want them to feel over – like, they just need to go out and play football. So – to answer one question, no, we're not overhyped. Am I scared? Yes. Okay, so let's let's talk about Josh Allen. Josh Allen is getting a lot of love. People are saying he's the best quarterback in the NFL. He's the number two selling jersey in the country. That's unbelievable that any Bills player is is that high. And he, and he was number one for a time. So everybody loves them some Josh Allen. He's a great quarterback. He is, I think, year in and year out is going to be a top five QB. But my expectation for them this year, what do I expect them to do? I expect them to make the playoffs. Do you? Yes. Do you expect them to win a game in the playoffs? Yes. I do expect, you- And I'm going to give you another hot take. I expect us to make the playoffs, even if Josh Allen, knock on wood, even if he got hurt, I expect us to make the playoffs. Okay. How about that? that? I'm giving you a hot take in St. Louis, Missouri today. Even if Josh Allen gets hurt, I expect us to make the playoffs. For how long? Like how long would how long would he be out? Do I gotta really go? I don't want to go into detail because I don't want to put that kind of. Okay. I don't Let's say he misses anywhere from two to four weeks. Yes, I agree. Yeah. They still make the playoffs. More than that, no. Oh, more than that. I mean, I'm starting short saying if he missed like ten games, we'll still make the playoffs. I think Dude, Case you may be would, part of the overhype crowd right now. <laughs> you don't think Case King with our team? I, we have the number one defense that even got better. And then if Trey, if Trey, the only thing that I'm scared about is Trey White don't come back right. If he comes back right, then hell yes. We have the number one so, defense. We got one of the best offensive players in it, James Cook running back. Our receivers probably got better. I mean, yeah, I would I would think that Case Keenum could lead this team to the playoffs. So much of the Bills' success was Josh Allen last year. So much of it was him leaving the pocket, running, uh, making things happen with his legs, whether he was running down the field and picking up yards that way or moving the defense, extending plays, and then throwing the ball down the field. When you lose his type of dynamic ability, you would lose a lot. I, I don't see them I, I don't see them doing particularly well in an extended absence with Josh Allen. But let's let's go okay. back to what we were talking about. Before. Well, hold on now. Let me, let me okay. give you a rebuttal to that. Let me give you a rebuttal to that. I agree with everything you're saying, but I don't think this is more indicative of Josh Allen and our schedule. That's just, the, that's just how low I think our division is. 
I think Case Keenum can still beat Miami. I think he can still better be better than Tua Tagovailoa. I think he can beat the Jets, and I think he can still be uh, split with New England. So that okay. I don't know what we would do outside of like Green Bay. Do I expect Case Keenum to beat Green Bay? No. Do I think he's going to Baltimore and win? Probably not. But I'm just saying, I'm only saying giving you this hot take because I think that little of our division, I do okay. not believe in two or T. I don't believe in New England. I, I, I think I think Jalen said, didn't they lose New England lose their best receiver today? They traded their receiver for like well, an he eight couldn't get on the field. <laughs> they when they he's like one of their best like they so no he I sucked just, he didn't get on the field. But I'm wasn't he a first round? I'm saying wasn't the kid like oh yeah a he was a first round, round pick, pick, but he was terrible. that's what I'm saying. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So I just think New England is like it, it was Tom Brady. I mean, okay, so that's over. Yeah. I don't believe in Tua T and the Jets. Uh, speaking of Jets, <laughs> you hear about that? <laughs> we're gonna talk about that while I was on the road. I'm going through Twitter. I'm like, what? What? What's going on? Why is this guy trending? Are we talking about that? Or are we just not gonna touch that? Uh, let let let's wait till later in the show because okay. Okay. yeah we 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 got to touch that okay Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> that lab <laughs> so I, I'm I'm so far thrown off like the direction that I thought we were taking this show I I I don't even remember where we were so let let me just come uh, back and ask this question do you expect the Bills to play in the Super Bowl yes you do okay. Do you expect them to win it? I mean, you all if you if you're in the AFC championship, you have a chance. Yes. That's all I'm saying. So when you say expect, are you you're asking me you because it could go down different roads. You're asking me, is this Super Bowl a bust? And I don't I don't necessarily look at it like that. I just look at it like you we're in a position with Josh Allen, our defense, that we're gonna be contenders. And that's all you want to ask for, and you just hope you go, and you just hope you win one, or you win a couple. So, do I expect to go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, but I expected to go to the Super Bowl this year, and we fell short. So, but I still, and it sucks how it happened, but I still feel better than what we used to do when we didn't have no hope. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So that you, so you asking me a double like it works both ways. That's all. But let yes, me ask, I, let I me think ask it this way: the Super Bowl. Do you think Bills fans, because you pay attention to the Twitter and the and the fans and the you know the conversations going on, do you think too many people feel like it's Super Bowl or bust? Yes, you do. Okay, I, well, I but it's a reason for that though, <laughs> and that goes to us being older, man. We only got a couple of more years, bro. I'm fifty next year. So how many seasons? I'm 50 and I'm 450 pounds. So how much longer do I have? Probably another 40 years. Just like just like Bob said, man. <laughs> Bob with Bob said, man, please just give me one before I die. So I understand every time, every year that goes by that don't happen, that's one less chance you have. And I only got a certain amount of more chances left. So I think that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? Once again, we okay. always talk about the psychology of sports fans. That we're fanatics. So when you say overhype, I'm not gonna say that is because overhype. When you say overhype, that's saying okay, is LeBron James overhyped? Okay, that's like LeBron James. Like, I would say no, but, but there saying, are players in in the NBA 
just like there are teams in the NFL that you can say, you know what? People think they're better than they are. Like, okay. Okay. All right. I don't want to get off track, but I'm trying to understand. Like, For right. example, the Dallas Cowboys, no matter what they're doing, they're talked about a lot. The expectations are high. They're overhyped. They get too much press in, okay. in proportion to the success that they have. And the expectations are always higher than they should be for okay. what their roster is. Okay. And then I guess I would say that I feel like Dallas Cowboy fans are just delusional. So I wouldn't, I guess, yes, that is <laughs> overhyped, but I just look at them as they're delusional. They live in the past. And once again, man, I love, I got a bunch of friends as Cowboy fans. So if they listen to this, they're going to be the heck with Newt, but they just are delusional. They live in the past. They, they, they talk to so many people are Cowboy fans. Right, so it's like we gonna ESPN and NFL not gonna talk about them because that's what that's their base, right? Yeah, but right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily so even on the fans. Them. You know what I mean? Because right. it's it's ESPN dishing it out to them, and it's you know, right? Fox One Sports dishing it out, whatever Fox is I, called anymore. Well, yeah, but just bringing it back in, or I just think over hype. I just think that that means it's not deserved. And so, no, I think Buffalo deserves all the attention they're getting. We should Buffalo should be getting the same attention as the Rams, as Tepa Bay with uh, Tom Brady coming back, and all the other uh, Aaron Rodgers of Green Bay. I, so I think it's deserved. See, overhype means to me it's not deserved. So I okay. understand why we're getting it. Yeah, I would. And you're going to talk about the uh, Super Bowl odds. Yeah, we deserve to be Super Bowl favorites. If mm-hmm. you're just looking at that, I just think overhype is kind of der- it's like a derogatory thing. It's kind of like a slap. Like well, you're an overhype player. No, then and, no, I don't. No, then no. If that's the way you're looking at it, then no, no, we deserve it. because the question is they're if they're getting hype, do they deserve it? And you're saying yes, they do. Yes, they deserve everything that we deserve it. I think that they have one of the best rosters in the NFL. But in order to really assess this, okay, we have to look at what could go wrong. So, okay, okay here's something that could go wrong. Gabriel Davis doesn't develop. He played great at the end of the year, but he was kind of buried on the bench. He, over his first two years, had a tendency to disappear at times, even when he was on the field. He may not be the player that we saw at the end of last year. That that's something that could go wrong. And that would that would throw a wrench in the works, don't you think? Yeah, but I'm surprised that that's the first thing you said. I, well, I, I mean, it's just an example. Like, I'm not ranking these. <laughs> oh, okay. You're just throwing it out. Okay, good. Because the first thing that comes to my head is it goes back to what we already touched on. If Josh Allen gets hurt. Right, and you don't have control over injuries. And, okay, so I got you. Just like this past year when Trey White got hurt, that kind of threw a wrench in the thing. So, okay, mm-hmm. I, I, I get what you're saying. So you're talking about new things. Okay, yeah, if he if Gabriel Davis doesn't develop like like we think he will, then that could be a – yeah, yeah, okay. That's yeah. fair. Um, here's something that could go wrong. James Cook, they're going to be relying on him to add speed and explosiveness. But if you look at the article that Dan Lavoy wrote a couple of months ago about comps of the Bills picks, his most accurate comp was Travis Minor. Yeah, that's not going to move the needle. 
So right. say he comes in and he's Travis Minor. I mean, that's not going to get him anywhere. Now, his ceiling could be Chris Johnson, even though he doesn't have that you know top-end speed that Chris Johnson has. But it, we could have already seen the best of Zach Moss. We don't get anything out of him this year. Devin Singletary has to go it alone. That wouldn't be good, right? No, that would not be good. Okay, here's something else that could go wrong. None of the Bills' defensive ends take a step forward. That well, being the guys that are in the first two years. Oh, okay, the young guys. Yeah, the young guys. None of the young okay. guys take a step forward. But what what I would say that then is what kind of year does Von Miller have? I expect Von Miller to put up at least eight sacks. But even if he puts up eight sacks, if you're not getting anything from the other three defensive ends, eh. Mm. Okay. All right. That's fair. Okay. Here, here's another uh, potential issue. What if Kair Elam doesn't adjust to the NFL? The Bills lost the starter who is reliable but not impressive. That could go wrong. So when you take these things, they're not big issues. Oh, you know, the you can't control injuries, but, you know, what if Ryan Bates doesn't play well? What if Roger Saffold doesn't mesh on the offensive right. line? Right, and that's what I, that's what I would have said first. That's, mm-hmm. Out of the things you mentioned, I was, I was going to say, well, ask me one. I would like the offensive line doesn't improve. if They don't take a step, but we've seen them improve throughout the year, mm-hmm. right? And so now, I mean, we want Spencer Brown to take a step, Ryan Bates to take a step. Uh, Sappho will be a good addition. So we need them to take a step for, and that, and that goes, and that goes couples with James Cook and what he brings and maybe Devin Singletary. If the offensive line play, play plays better then maybe they look more dynamic. Mm-hmm. What if Ken Dorsey is in over his head as a play caller? That would probably be the second thing that I would worry yeah. about. You're right. You're right. Uh, now, now, now you're talking stuff I'm worried about now. Yeah, you're right. If so, he's not ready. Yeah. So, and by the way, these are what ifs. Th- these are not things that I'm expecting to go wrong. It's just, these are places where things could. Is there anything else that you're thinking, hey, what if this happens? This would be bad. Well, like I said, the offensive line, one. And then uh, probably if trade, and we this is the third time I mentioned this, but if Davies doesn't come back right. Mm-hmm. And we expect Elon to be our number one corner. I feel like if he has to be our number one corner, then it's like, okay, what if he ain't the real deal? But if he's not the real deal, he's our number two corner. I'm cool if Trey today. So everything you mentioned is probably coupled with something else. Mm-hmm. You know, we need him to come back and uh, healthy. So of the things that we talked about, really the biggest concerns for me are when it comes to the what ifs are Ken Dorsey, the offensive line not gelling, and yes. then the cornerback issues. The other things I think you can you can figure out your way around it. You know, I think Jamison Crowder can step up if if um, your boy there doesn't take a step. If forward. Gabriel Davis don't take a step forward, you're right. Right. I I think they figured out a way of playing with one running back last year at at the end of the season. You know, they they figured it out. 
So then to me, the question is when you compare those potential questions to the potential questions that the other top teams have around the AFC, I I don't think any of them are without at least three questions, right? Mm -hmm. So with the expectations that the Bills have and the love that they're getting, I don't think that they're overhyped. Okay. Nor do you. Nope. I don't. It worries me that they get so much hype. And that's why, I, that's why I'm at with it too. It scares me, but because we're not used to it. We're not used to it. We're in rare air right now. We don't know what this feels like. Like I always say, man, it's like we're new money. <laughs> <laughs> that's why everybody go broke. That's why everybody go broke, man. You give a broke person money, they act a fool, man. That's what we are. But I yeah. do enjoy, man, just traveling. I will say this, going to traveling all over half the country the last couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of Bills gear, dude. Little yeah. kids with Diggs jerseys. Oh, yeah. Josh Allen jerseys. Oh, yeah. Bills, I, I, yeah, man, Bills Mafia is growing, bro, and I, it feels good to see. So that makes me feel like, okay, man, as we get older, then it's going to be a generation that's going to carry that over. And so that makes me feel good. You know, because you know how I am about the fans. You know, I feel I love the fans more than I love the team. So, yes. <laughs> and, th- and that is one of the endearing things about you, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of the hype, it's not just fans that are hyping them. It's Vegas. It's people who are betting on the Bills. The Bills yes. are the odds on favorites to win the Super Bowl this upcoming year. And they are at a, on a betting line of plus six fifty. Six fifty. I don't know what yeah. the hell that means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then the question is, okay, the Bills they're being hyped up. Is that bad? No. For us as fans, that's a lot of fun. I, honestly, right. when it, when it comes to the hype that they're getting, whether it's the right amount or too much, either way, it's entertaining for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am here to tell you that if the Bills are the Vegas favorite, that that is a bad thing. Uh-oh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. In the last 20 years, teams that were the betting line favorites pr- before the season began have won a total of two Super Bowls. And that's since 2000. Overall, the betting line favorites to win the Super Bowl preseason have won six Super Bowls in history. It was the Niners twice, and then the Patriots did it twice, and then there were you know, Dallas and one other team in there somewhere, Indy. So wait a minute. Let me understand this. You're saying six times in history and only two times the last 20 years? Yep. So you telling me all these Patriots Super Bowls, they weren't favored at the beginning of the year? Is this what I'm to understand? That is what you are to understand, my friend. I will I will show you. In um the Patriots were they won the Super Bowl in twenty sixteen. They were plus six fifty money line. And 
when they won. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The other favorite in the last 20 years was Indy, who was plus 600. So Indy and New England once. That's it. That's it in the last 20 years. And do you know more betting line favorites, four of them, missed the playoffs than won the Super Bowl? Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. The most likely outcome of being the favorite to win the Super Bowl is to lose the Super Bowl. And in the past 20 years, that has happened six times. Okay, so... Crazy numbers, right? That is. I wouldn't have thunk that, I tell you. So, odds are, then, if you look at the last 20 years, is a great chance that we go to the Super Bowl and lose, if that pattern remains the same. Yes. If, if, if history continues yeah, down the, the same path. path. We go to the Super Bowl and lose. That's what has happened 30% of the time in the last 20 years. How are you feeling right now? That was a big sigh, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm depressed right now. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure all this out. I, because now my next question is, if we were to make it to the Super Bowl and lose, would that be how heartbreaking would that like? Because we talk about the AFC Championship so much, and then we talk about this last year, like how gut wrenching that was and how we lost. Uh-huh. Even though history is going to think of that game as one of the best playoff games of all time, right? So if we go to the Super Bowl and lose. How gut richer would that be? Like, or will it just be gut richer for a couple of weeks and then it's like, okay, let's get ready for next year and see if we can pull this off? No, dude, because I have all of that history of watching the four Super Bowl losses still built up inside of me. And I, the only release I'm going to get from that is them winning. That's the only thing that's going to correct it. But I, you know what, honestly, and I, I don't want to keep talking like this because I don't want to. I believe in bringing words into action and words in the universe. I don't want to talk about Josh Allen getting hurt. But if we have Josh Allen, I feel like we're going to be competitive the next whatever years. Mm-hmm. And it just, so, so now, all right, so yeah. So now I'm thinking, are you telling me Josh Allen is not going to win a Super Bowl? And right now, I just can't see that. Josh Allen is arguably the best quarterback in the league right now. Or if he's not number one, he's number two or three. Okay. All right, behind with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, and then, right. And then him. As and of so, now, yeah, that's what the list is. As and of right now. This upcoming season, you might be able to make a case for some of the younger guys who have improved. Maybe you see Joe Burrow take a step forward. Maybe it's the guy with the Chargers. Okay, well, but, well, Joe Burrow took his team to the Super Bowl this past year with no offensive line, so that's still a good group. Okay, use Joe. I, I if even though Joe Burrow could be Dan Marino, Dan Marino made it to the Super Bowl his rookie year and then didn't make it back. Okay, mm-hmm. so. 
I just I, I can't fathom if I'm a Cincinnati fan, I'm thinking as long as I got him and he stays healthy, I'm gonna eventually win a Super Bowl, unless he's Dan Marino, who mm-hmm. is one of the best passers all the time. He just didn't win the Super Bowl. So going back to Josh Allen, I just I the better question is, do I think he's ever gonna win a Super Bowl? And right now I cannot wrap my mind around Josh Allen unless something catastrophic happened, knock on wood, him not winning a Super Bowl. Because if you name all the other four people on the list, they won a Super Bowl. The, the, the best right. quarterback in the league right now, they got at least one Super Bowl. So yes. now I'm thinking, let's say Josh Allen plays for 12 years, 12 more years or whatever he does. Do I think he's going to win one of them the next 12 years? Yeah. Because with Josh Allen, you just said it. We're going to have a fighting chance, even if everything else falls apart. Even if Ken Dorsey is in over his head, he don't call good plays. Even if the offensive line does not get better, hopefully it doesn't regress, but even if they don't get better, mm-hmm. okay, all the other things, the defense, I mean, maybe they take a step back. Maybe we lose Leslie Frazier next year or the year after, and our defense takes a step back. With Josh Allen, I mean, I look at him in that realm. That's, how, just, that's just how good this man has gotten. Patrick right. Mahomes has a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has a Super Bowl. Tom Brady has a Super Bowl. So I just can't wrap my mind around the next 10 years. Over the next 10 years, unless we like you go to four Super Bowls and you lose all four, unless something like that happens, I feel like we're going to win one. I just, I believe that. And unfortunately, I feel the same way, but the downside of it is that a lot has to go right in order for that to happen. Now, I think Josh Allen can will the, the team to win. At the same time, the Bills can't beat the Chiefs. I mean, let's call a spade a spade here. In the past two years, the Bills have lost to the Chiefs three out of four meetings and both times when it counted. And right. you can talk about, well, it was one of the best games ever. Doesn't right. matter. Doesn't matter what the overtime rules are. You are what your record is. The game is what the score was. Well, so they're going to need to figure out that? how to get that monkey off their back. And and that's not necessarily a Josh Allen issue. You you just said we can't beat the Chiefs, but we have no. Beat the not when it not in the playoffs, but we have beat the Chiefs. Dude, when you lose to a team three out of four times in two years, it doesn't look much like you can beat them. You're right. We haven't beaten them when it counted, but we have beaten them. If they, if we yes. just couldn't beat them at all and they swept us, I guess I'll feel that way. But you have a point. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but we have beaten them. So I have seen with my eyes Josh Allen beat uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Now, he's got the best of us more, but we have beaten him. Mm-hmm. And the way that last game played out, I feel good about the next time we play him. I feel good about it. I, you know, I do too. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like, I, honestly, I, I was saying that to be the devil's advocate. A bit. No, I get it. I get it. But, yeah, I mean, no. Nah. I just don't want listeners to to have been listening to this, and I'm talking about all the things that can go wrong for the Bills, and them to be like, "Man, Jamie's such a pessimist." Which, yes, I am, but I'm I'm not nearly as negative about about the team as maybe I've come off in this show. You can vouch for me on that one, right? I can. 
I can't. Okay. And you, and you know some. I've been known, even though I claim to be a pessimist, I've been known when we win a couple of games to jump on the hype train and you have to bring me down. So I you sure get, do. Yeah, I do, and I and I really admit it. I drink the Kool-Aid sometimes, man. I'm a prisoner <laughs> of the moment, you know. Um. So anyway, all that talking about Vegas is to say it's not – it's not who you are before the season begins. It's how you finish the season. And the Bengals were a perfect example of that. So, you know, I, I want to see, I want to see what they can do. They're going to have their ups and downs. Every team does. Every team does. At some point, they're going to go through a three game stretch in the upcoming season. And we're going to say, what the hell is going on with them right now? But you know what? They're a good enough team that when it's time for the rubber to hit the road, they're going to be right there in the end. I think so. But I'm glad you're educating us on the history of the betting lines, man. That's awesome because most of the time history does repeat itself unless you buck the trend. So I'm glad you brought that to attention, man. Those are some good stats you got. Well, thank you very much. So now we've got to go to something that you mentioned it earlier, and I want to. I just want to introduce it by saying I saw an unbelievable tweet that this was the first time the Jets have scored over 40 since 2018. (laughs) Oh, my God. So why don't you tell the listeners what we're talking about here? No, I'm not going to talk about it. You talk about it. You brought it up. Oh, I have to talk about it. Great. You have to talk about it. Yeah, you ain't going to get me in trouble with my wife. No, sir. You talk about it. Well, here's what we're talking about. (laughs) Word came out from his ex-girlfriend that Zach Wilson has been hmm, getting involved in some things. And there are two separate rumors about this. One of them is that he slept with his best friend's mother. I don't believe that is the correct story. I think the correct story is he slept with his mother's best friend. Mm. (laughs) Mm. At least I hope that's what it is, because if it was like him and like his best friend, oh, God. That's, yeah. I hope it's the latter also, man. I mean, maybe he just got a thing for older women. I mean, yeah. And so you look at all the memes, man. It's just hilarious. If you're into those things, just <laughs> just look at what's trending. I mean, he was. I don't know if he's trending today. I definitely know he was yesterday and the day before. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I guess as long as they're consensual adults, I mean, hey. So be it. Have eh. at it. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> like on American Pie, man. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, yes. Stifler's mom. Stifler's mom, man. Anyway, <laughs> let's leave it on that note, shall we? I know, man. Way to go out, man. I'll tell you, next time you hear our voices, we'll be talking football, man. Training camp next Sunday, man. So um, before we go, man. Let's get Brittany Griner home, man. This is taking way too long, man. She on trumped up charges. Let's get her home, whatever it takes. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs>